Hello, 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 good evening, good morning, good night, uh, good afternoon. Um, I see in the chat that we have people from all around the world. We have Hawaii, we have Florida, we have Romania, Great Britain and all the, wonderful, all the other wonderful places. Um, I will be slightly grumpy today, my back is killing me. Um, not only I was working hard in, doing, in the manly mother with the chainsaw this week, uh, but I also was doing quite a lot of uh, soldering and as the result my back is killing me. But I know where you are here. I exactly know why all of you are here. Because all of you would like to see the Aina 5. Yes, Aina 5. Uh, how to tell that? Aina 5 is the best Aina so far. And bear in mind that's not really that hard to do because with every release there is just quite a lot of things that can be improved. And while this release is not the it's not the biggest release because we had uh, definitely we had much bigger releases so far, I think that this release is a nice step forward, especially in terms of usability and the INAV configurator. And uh, over here, uh, I would really like to thank uh, Darren, uh, Mr. Defalling with Style, for excellent work on. Uh, the magical touches on the configurator that just make this thing look much better than before and including the the amazing functionality of i clicked something amazing functionality of the color labels on the mixer and the kernel machine for uh, doing the mac alignment tool we're gonna talk about all those uh, fancy feature during the stream we have more or less uh, two hours reserved for for today's uh, stream all about INA 5 and maybe even we're gonna talk about some uh, other details because uh, who knows maybe people would uh, get bored uh, however that's 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 today today we're gonna release the INA 5 release candidate one um, we kind of already know that, that there will be release candidate two but don't worry so far we have the improvements uh, in the queue like for example the support for the m10 gps ublocks m10 gps module so uh, this is gonna be uh coming on nicely and uh, by the way uh, no nobody will be banned for the beta flight uh beta flight is amazing piece of the software too bad that uh, two years later they still have not released 4.3 <laughs> many people before we will go into INAF 5, many people ask me why the next INAF release is so early, why this is happening every six months and because they do not have enough time to update everything to, to you know, they have not flashed INAF 4 to everything and now we are talking about INAF 5. The answer is actually quite simple. The Excel is actually quite simple because if we're gonna go to the GitHub and we're gonna go to the beta flight slash beta flight and here we go to pull request and filter by the milestone 4.3. In the last two years, uh, beta flight team uh, uh, did amazing job of uh, adding 492 merge requests. 492 changes and for the last two years they were not able to release it yet uh, this is this is the problem with 
not releasing too often because if you are not releasing uh, in the steady pace uh, you start to accumulate major features that are causing a lot of problems let's let's please remember that the the first release candidate for the beta flight was like december last year that was really like half a year ago now we have six release candidates so far and I have to get a new arm and it's still not there it's still not running so just the amount of of the of the changes that are going between the 4.2 and 4.3 in the beta flight is a problem to to maintain to keep it to do it and uh, hopefully with INAF we will not have this problem because our releases are much smaller but are more frequent and as the result there is less of a chance that something will go wrong and uh, but for life says that 4.3 in 2023 no 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 i don't think so no i don't think so i really do think that they are just missing like like no more features <laughs> just a bug fix again it should be should be open for the for the final at least i would do it like that but who am i um i only have like 20 years of the software development who am i to suggest anyone anything uh mr the following style asked me can i talk for 15 minutes uh, <laughs> because he wants to cook some steaks i would like to eat a steak unfortunately i cannot eat a steak so now i will be talking the boring stuff don't worry it would not really be that boring uh two weeks ago i did a quick checkup uh blood samples and so on and so on and so on and i have to change something uh in my life <laughs> so i'm changing something in my life right now uh, much less meat absolutely no pork uh, beef only from time to time and you know what i have to like lose 20 kilos and yeah you know yeah uh dealer says that the current major bug is that the beta flight 4.3 rc6 is breaking some specific gyros uh yeah i think they fixed that i think they fixed that i saw because i'm observing what's happening in the beta flight uh, repository i think they merged it uh at least i saw that oh you know fix the icm 2689 initialization so that most probably fixed the problem but that was a nasty one that was a nasty one when you flash the beta flight and your gyros yo is no longer working so uh, that would be kind of scary that would be kind of scary if this thing happened to you um, on the other hand uh, yeah you know my opinion about how the hobby is going recently so so weirdly bloke hello 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 um you're here i know five is not yet here it's not yet here uh the the flow for today's show will be as uh, as follows uh, I would like to keep you engaged, like I already mentioned in the chat, for as long as possible. So I will only hit the release button on the firmware when I will see the 50 likes on the stream. <laughs> I'm the evil, evil, evil person. So 50, 50 likes and I'm releasing. But don't worry, I'm gonna release the INAF configurator much sooner than that because you will need INAF configurator 5 to be able to use the INAF 5 firmware because we. Um, it's just simpler like that uh, it's just simpler like that uh, so you have to have the specific configurator for the specific firmware and it's solving a lot of the problem with the incompat in incompatibilities and so on and so on and so on um so let's let's just uh, release the INAF configurator 
We, I have already prepared the release and I have the new, I don't want to say the logo, but you see, I have configurator 5, release candidate 1 with this new fancy logo. The, the logo is, uh, I just added some, it's supposed to be a buzzard. <laughs> it's supposed to be a buzzard. Um, of course, <laughs> I'm not sure if this is really a buzzard. <laughs> But, uh, but you know, uh, everybody before you will download, please read the release candidates because it says a few things about uh, compatibility. You will not be able to use INAV Configurator 5 with the previous releases of INAV. So you have to have more, more or less two separate uh, folders for INAV Configurator 4 and INAV Configurator 5. But this is fine. This is fine. This is not really a problem. So should I hit the button? Should I hit the button? Oh, uh, we will not be releasing the macOS images for the RC1. Uh, we will release hopefully the macOS images, signed macOS images for the for the final, but not for the RC1. It's just that only one person I know that uh, has the permission can the can just sign uh, the Mac image uh, and I don't want to have this stupid hack so so we keep it like that oh I love it I love it I love it I love it Leslie I love it Leslie because uh, to be honest I was really thinking about the name of the next release and psychedelic pigeon is amazing psychedelic uh, <laughs> Pigeon. I love the name. I love the name. Maybe, maybe something like that. <laughs> I had a, I had an idea a few days ago, but I already forgot what it was. <laughs> so um, there will be only the INF configurator for both Linuxes and both Windows. This is still a pre-release, so your existing INF configurator will not say that you should upgrade. Uh, nothing like that. Um, the list of the changes are here. We will go through them at least to the sum of them uh, as we go. So I'm hitting the release and right now you can download and you can uh, unpack and you can launch the INAV Configurator 5. And we are still missing 10 people to hit the like button on the stream for me to release everything. Now, Diesel Girl, thank you very much for your super kind donation. Uh, thank you, just like that. Uh, so that's uh, that's super cool. Uh, by the way, this is this is not really about the donations. If if I was doing only stuff for the money, I would not be having this uh, this uh, the stream and this channel because YouTube recently is not paying very well. Mm, no, no, it's not. It's like a stagnation total. So, uh, INF Configurator Five uh, release candidate one is ready to download. Uh, if you don't believe me, you can go to the release pages of the INF Configurator. And and yeah, um, IFPV DJI support the usual on INA5. Yes, exactly like before. So you have to select on the serial port where you connected the Cadex Vista or Air Unit, the DJI OSD option, and that's all. Everything works out of the box, uh, well, almost out of the box. Uh, no need to set anything else. So 
So now uh, Jeff Schubert, 51 watchings, uh, we have 44 likes, so we're still missing three, so it's not really that bad. We are only missing like uh, six likes for this uh, amazing uh, event to go live. Um, yes, I know Darren, Darren would like to see uh, 100, but uh, I have to adjust. To them. I have to uh, In the last year I had to adjust my expectations. Uh, by the way, I'm thinking about starting the third, actually fourth YouTube channel. <laughs> um, because I think oh we have 51 I love you guys I love you guys amazing amazing we have 51 likes uh, 58 transmissions so so it's time to begin the release process of the INA 5 Ballistic Buzzard it's amazing it's amazing um, I learned from my American colleagues to use amazing as often as possible. I'm pessimistic internally, but uh, everything is amazing. So I just say everything is amazing. Mm. One more time, the amazing logo, but you cannot see it because I have not switched the screen uh, is uh, here. So, uh, so yeah, mm, so let me, before I will hit the button one more time, um, you have to have the INAV Configurator 5 to use the INAV 5, this is just a requirement. You should not rather try to just copy-paste the settings from the INAV 4. You can, it should work uh, mostly, but we updated some of the defaults, so be careful of what you change. It's actually better to try to tune from, from default. It should be fine, but definitely you should not copy anything from INAV 3. From INAV uh, 4 it should be... Cool. Uh, Peter Sotnoy says that everything is awesome. I never Lego movie. I never saw anyone any of the Lego movies. Last movie I saw was Dune. I think it was amazing. Wait a second. Ah, can you hear the noise? Can you hear really like this strange rattling metallic noise? I think it's fun in my power supply that powers the. Oh, Sassy Seagull. <laughs> I like it. Uh, sassy Seagull. Okay, another, another for the INF6. Who knows? Uh, who knows? Feral Falcon. Feral Falcon. Uh, it will definitely be some kind of the bird of prey. Um, elliptic Eagle. Rombite FPV, hello Rombite. Uh, so, uh, but let's go back to the to the INAF 5 uh, release candidate one. First of all, uh, before I will start showing uh, interesting stuff, we removed some of the crap. We released some of the crap that was not really not used and not needed. First of all, PC89685. Who remember? Uh, who remember this thing? Uh, it's a way to have 12 uh, extra servos with the external board connected to your flight controller, but this nobody was really using that, it was only taking flash. Uh, I think I know like two people that tried to use that, uh, but it was never really the best, so it's gone. The, you cannot right now set the gyro alignment, you have to set the board alignment because nobody was really using... I checked, I checked if there is any target that used the custom gyro and ACC alignment. I failed, I failed to... Crazy Kestrel, okay. Crazy 
Kestrel, nice. Nice, so so nobody was using that, there was really no need, so it's gone. Uh, GPS glitch prevention, gone. It made my sense with Neo6 uh, GPSs, nobody uses Neo6 anymore, so it's gone. And uh, yeah, mm, if you are using third-party application to configure iNav, your third-party application might not work with iNav 5. Why? Because we removed uh, quite a lot of the completely obsolete MSP frames. Uh, those were either frames that were obsolete five years ago, uh, but some staff were still using this, or they were beta flight specific, or uh, I don't know what's there. Uh, all the modern applications like the INF configurator or the MWP tools by Stronach, by the way, Stronach, thank you very much. Uh, support INAV without using any of those frames. And there, by the way, there are alternatives to those frames. So it's not that you cannot you do the same, you just have to use a different frame to have exactly the same data. That means that your third-party application might not work. Mm, we informed, I informed, we informed uh, SpeedDB uh, developers that such a change will be happening and they said they will adjust accordingly. I don't know if they really adjusted to this accordingly, like they should, like I said they would, but uh, usually they were fixing any compatibility issues uh, before the releases and I will drop them one more time so hopefully the SpeedDB app will work uh, fantastically, at least in the future releases. Uh, we find a five, so there is no problem. And then there we have only new stuff, and there is quite a lot of new stuff, uh, but we will go through the interesting things uh, in a moment. Um, only around 100 merge requests, so not that much. Yeah, not that much. And quite a lot of new de developers joined for the for the INAF 5, so which is this is this is also amazing because this is very important. Uh, INAF and any other open source project lives only because of the developers that want to work for free. So uh, if nobody is really like doing anything and working for free, the the software dies. Like for example, what died? Clean flight died because everybody moved to beta flight. Like I don't know. Uh, who knows what's the situation with the Imo flight right now? Uh, I can... I don't know. I don't know. I think they, they, they wanted to release 1.0. So please remind me later uh, to check what's going on with the Emu flight. Because Emu was always a very interesting project. Uh, somehow underrated. Uh, and to be honest, INAF flight performance, and a lot of people say that INAF flight performance is really like good nowadays. Uh, the INAF flight performance... Uh, is quite similar to the emu flight because we we borrowed quite a lot of the emu flight functionalities anyhow anyhow i think it's uh, it's time to hit the release uh, button publish release uh, i have all the hex files uh, built already so this is not a problem uh, and done ta -dam, ta -dam. enough Five Ballistic Buzzard Release Candidate 1 is right now public. You can download, you can use it and everything. And your life should be amazing. And now it's time to see what's going on in the chat. So let's see what's going on in the chat. And... Um, 
And the first question I would like to answer is from Jeff Schubert. Does iNav only work on F7 flight controllers? Which do we recommend? No, iNav does not, not, not only works with the F7 flight controllers because iNav will work with F411s, F405, F722s, F745s, F765s, H743s. So quite a lot, it's more than uh, 100 different targets, but we have to fight, we have to lower the number of targets that we support because it just uh, doesn't make sense. So so quite a lot, quite a lot. Uh, Luca Giovannesi, are there any improvements in flight performance since ANA 5? No, the PID processing is basically exactly the same like in ANA 4.1, nothing really major changed. However, there are some default changes. So the feeling when using the defaults suggested by the configurator might be slightly different, but uh, it's exactly the same engine as Ana 4, and Ana 4 was really flying quite well, at least to, to my liking. For, for example, I fly enough, not because I have to, because, but because I want to, and because my Ana flies quite well, I just use it. It's, so all the flippity floppy I do uh, are with, uh, yeah. Now, Diesel Girl, when the Mac uh, configurator for 5.0 will be released? Um, the problem is that we cannot sign we cannot sign the Mac application because only one person I know can sign it, and uh, Alberto kind of backed out. A little, uh, I'm pretty sure he will uh, sign the final release for us, no problem. Uh, but I don't want to like uh, force him to do something that uh, he right now does not want to do and do not like take too much. Uh, so uh, I will make, I will try to make that final version will be signed and published for the Mac. However, for the RC1, there is just no need to do so. Um, so, 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 yeah. I might build the not signed version, but then you have to do this quarantine hack. It, ha it sucks. It hacks. Woohoo! Be cleaner, Dominic Benedict. Hello. Oh, hello. Uh, I heard from someone that you are working on the new H7s. Haha. Uh, it's Ikronen. Do the canvas improve it at INAV 5? There is no canvas. There is no canvas support in the INAV 5 and INAV at all. And there is quite a good reason, mainly because the INAV is the hobby grade software. And we are really trying to keep INAV a hobby grade. That's why, because it's simple, just, just simpler. And there is no redundancy, there is no other stuff that, for example, the Ardo Pilot has. And the number of sensors that can be connected via the CAN is very limited. And even if we would add the CAN bus, it doesn't mean that INAF would know how to talk with the sensors that are using CAN bus and are supported by the Ardu pilot, uh, because it's not the same. Uh, so, so no, and this is not even close to being close to development. Timuchin Demil Rap, is there any change in the GPS functionalities? Um, yes, there are. Yes, there are. Uh, please read the release notes. You will see the details in the release notes. By the way, everybody should read 
release notes always because in the release notes you can read what changed there are a few changes for the general autonomous modes there is for example the new altitude controller there is new landing detection there are changes to the nav engine but those are things that are in the details and every single one are although changes are in the release notes uh, butterfly yeah butterfly is dead <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good old days when the biggest problem was the butterfly. I miss, I miss, like, which year was it? 2017? Uh, maybe 2018, when this whole drama with the butterfly, like, ah. What the crap. What the crap. What the crap. Handsome Harrier. I like Handsome Harrier. Um, Benedict writes that he's still some work uh, going on, but yeah, in a week or so, we're gonna start to work on H730 and H750. I cannot wait. Really, I cannot wait. It's not that there are a lot of flight controllers that are waiting to be to be implemented, but uh, but it's always better to support more than few fewer. Mm. Is there anything I would like to add to this topic? No, 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 no. But this is good. This is good. This is good. This is good. Uh, let me quickly rabbit raccoon. Okay. Okay. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Okie dokie, okie dokie. So, I think, and by the way, Luca Giovannesi said that he uses INAV on his freestyle 3-inch toothpick. I have to, I have to brag. I have to brag about something. I made a thing. <laughs> I'm doing a thing. I made, I'm making a thing all the time. I was always flying 5 inches, 7 inches, you know, the big and heavy stuff. Uh, but recently I'm more and more into those smaller ones, so uh, I'm currently finishing something like that. This is the 3-inch freestyler with slightly too long arms. I'm not sure if you can see it, but uh, I could fit 3.5-inch uh, propellers into this frame. And maybe if I really, really, really want to, will I fit 4-incher? Will I fit? No, it will not fit for incher, but uh, three and a half, no problem. Just a freestyler, a small freestyler to to carry everywhere, to not to worry about too much about stuff. Um, monolithic bottom plate, simple top plate. Uh, I have, oh, by the way, I have the AM32 ESC on this thing, because BL Heli, BL Heli, yes, are for. <laughs> I don't want to say the bad word. <laughs> I only have to finish a few 3D printed elements, like for example the bracket for the for the camera and the bracket for the antenna over here, and the Pirks Mini will be ready. Uh, yeah, Brandon Beans, it will definitely hold three and a half inch propellers, not the fourth one, but the three. I might. Um, Add a few millimeters because this is, by the way, this is my own frame. I designed the frame. This is the prototype, the first prototype, and I know that I will have to make some adjustments before this will go out of the prototype phase. 
like um, I don't know add a few millimeters because it holds uh, the digital uh, in the back no problem you see uh, but it's really hard to fit everything over there so so yeah but I, I think I think I, I made a handsome 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 frame over here like you know simplicity nothing fancy and should be flying uh, pretty nicely um, but only the flight, the first flights, will tell how it behaves in the air. Uh huh. Uh huh. Nightbot engaged. And uh, yeah. Ryan Watley, are there schematics for the AM32 ESCs out? Uh, I just got my CNC set up for 01mm feature PCBs. I have no idea, Ryan. Uh, this is one of the samples I got like year, maybe even longer, two years, maybe year at least, year ago from the AM32 Alka Motors uh, to to play with it. Uh, this one was just lying somewhere, so I had no ESC with BL Heli, so I slapped the AM32 on that. So uh, let's see how it works like now. Uh, I I was out of the whole AM32 development for quite a while. So I don't really know. Maybe. Mm, Gramperisi have the hot motor problems been sorted? Seven inch settings. Uh, there are there is no problem. There is just uh, too much noise. I have a separate video about this, on what to do. And if you have not watched the video, then I think you should watch the video because this is not really a problem. This is only a very specific tune. And for example, none of my seven inches. And I have one two. Three, four operational seven inches have a hot motors on Dyna four and Dyna five, so so it's not really uh, about almost defaults. Mm, so it's not really the problem with the firmware. It's more like the amount of the uh, vibrations and uh, tuning hot. So let me quickly find the link to share this thing. And yeah, if you have not watched this video, then just watch the video. Uh, that should give you nice information of what to change to cool down your motors. But okay, but okay, uh, let me quickly connect to the flight controller and let's go, let's start going through the list of changes that we have right now in the INA 5. Not everything, uh, not everything, but at least a few of those. I will kind of have to run the INAF configurator from sources. Okay, so can you see it? Yeah, I think you can. So, okay, is that fine? Is that fine? Everything is great. Everything is fantastic. Can we proceed? If so, then uh, let's go. Comport. First change that um, after connecting, uh, let's imagine that it already flashed. This is the brand new flash of the of the thing. Uh, oh, let me quickly like jump to the chat. Uh, Baberaham Link One N. My seven-inch drone motors were very hot because the default pits were too high. I lowered them and the temperature drops exactly. We don't know. The defaults are only a default. This is only the assumption how it should work. But like I said, but none of my seven inches, and you can see that one, two, three, four. None of them had a hot motors on the on the defaults. So so you know. 
by the way, Verdi, if you paid someone to tune for 4.2, which never existed, uh, then you can just copy the tune to the 5.0 because the flight engine has not changed between the releases, so you can use exactly the same filter settings. No problem. Uh, this is this is good. Steve, Steve, my man, uh, how's the weather in the sunny California? Because we have the awful, 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 awful weather over here right now. But let's go back to the uh, to the INAV and what happened after you flash. Uh, like I mentioned, we slightly updated some of the defaults. This is especially for the determinant management and the expo and some other minor thingies. Uh, but the biggest change right now is that after you, for example, apply the airplane with a tail, this is nice, this is nice by the way, and it has to restart. Tam tam tam. After we, after we restarted, not only we have the image uh, of the craft out of the box, but I'm not sure this is five or this was already in four. Uh, Darren, you remember when you added those uh, images everywhere? I think that was for anyhow. But what's even more important, the defaults dialog uh, already loads the mixer. So you do not have to really go to the mixer, find the correct platform and select everything. It just preloads the mixer for you. And as the result, it's just simpler. And here comes uh, one of the most beautiful functionalities of the INAV Configurator 5. Uh, and those are the color labels and this this is dynamic by the way also this is something that Darren was working and this was a really amazing job because right now every servo has own color and the servos the colors are used here in the in the servo table so you more or less know which one go where and also the output number is displayed on the image over here so this is super cool you know that left uh, aileron should be S3, right S4, S2, S6, out of the box. You do not have to guess where to put it. And of course, if, for example, I will load uh, something like that. Uh, you see, this is also dynamic because of the flight controller I'm using. The motor 1 is S1, but the motor 2 is uh, S5. So it already says where you should connect everything. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful airplane without the rudder, 3, 4, 5. Beautiful. Thank you, Darren. That was just an amazing stuff. Uh, just an amazing... Uh, oh, we have more and more people. It's super nice that you could join us. By the way, I think I should change this logo you see in the bottom right corner. It really sucks. I paid someone on Fever to design it. I loved it for a moment, but then I started hating it. And I think I still hate it. Also, also this is this was uh, many people wanted this feature. You see, now you can tell the INAV that you are using a props in configuration, uh, props in exactly props in configuration straight from the mixer page. You do not have to go to the CLI and observe. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Observe what happens here with the uh, the image over here. You see. The arrows are changing. You see, the arrows are changing. It already tells you how the motors should be rotating. This is also beautiful. Kernel machine, I think that was yours doing, right? 
beautiful. I love it. It's that, that small details that just like adds this this finesse that okay, you are dealing really with the serious piece of the software because it, someone thought about this kind of the crap and if you click here the arrow on the image changes so you know which way the motor should be rotating nice 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 it's a really 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 nice one exactly big liner exactly benedict no more cli for the props out uh, everything will be straight in the uh, platform configuration mixer tab so just like that. Next, what else? Uh, no changes in the calibration. Outputs. Have we changed anything in the outputs? Yes, uh, we changed anything in the outputs. But before that, let me go to the configuration page. And the configuration page is getting shortened and shorter with every release. Most probably quite soon we will have to rename the configuration into, I don't know, hardware or sensors or whatever, because right now it's only about the sensors and buses, the board alignment, voltage and current sensor and the battery settings. Every, oh, and the, all the features, but also those features are usually duplicated in other pages, so this is only like the additional stuff. Everything else was moved away from the configuration page to the page that really is connected with the feature and with the set of the things you want to use. And uh, who noticed that some fields have background right now? There are white background and there are yellow backgrounds and there are blue backgrounds, but we cannot see over here. So maybe let's go quickly to the advanced tuning page. This is one more time, I think, Darren. I think this this was you, Darren. Am I right? Yes, this was you, Darren. So, what's going on? The global settings are white background. The profile settings that can change when you switch the profile are the blue background and the yellow background are the battery profile. So you can, you know which settings will change when you activate a different battery profile. So super nice, super cool, uh, lovely feature. One more time, this finesse feeling when you are using a software and you see, okay, somebody thought of, talk about that. That's, that's amazing. That's, I will have to use this firmware slightly more because it's such a thought through piece of the software. So small thing really like the small thing that separates mediocre software from excellent software and i think this is the excellent software by the way i really do think so i really 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 do think so uh you can turn something off yeah uh, but this is not relevant. Okay, mm, I wanted to talk about the outputs page. Uh, right now, uh, the reversible motors, uh, if you enable the reversible motors, you have the option to set up the deadband uh, to the reversible motors. This is relevant for the rovers, uh, for example, or 3D flying. And previously, that was in the configuration tab and that sucked. Uh, another thing that was removed from the configuration tab is the GPS configuration because right now all the GPS configuration is actually in the GPS page and when you are configuring the GPS you just go to the GPS page oh, sorry, and uh, you start setting up everything uh, so this is this is a super nice 
think uh, advanced tuning, nothing really interesting, no interesting changes, failsafe, I think nothing really changed in the failsafe page, programming, in the pro by the way, I'm keeping the best one for the, for the, for the later, uh, right now we have support for the 64 logic conditions, this is more than before, and um, right now I, I think, I think you can build a new flight controller with the INAF logic conditions. By the way, you have the PID controllers. Who knows that over here you have the PID controllers you can use for whatever you want. I wonder if anybody is using those PID controllers for anything. But with this, for example, you can build the airspeed uh, controller. I will have to do it one day. <laughs> um, Okay, uh, 64. Mm, and there are also a few extra options over here because in flight, uh, we for, for example, we can get the information about the number of battery cells. So you can have the extra logic depending on the battery you put in. And you have the information from the rangefinder and the above the ground estimator. AGL status, which tells if the above the ground altitude uh, can be trusted. Zero cannot be trusted. One, yes, it can be trusted because the, the rangefinder is returning data that makes sense. Uh, return from the above the ground estimator and the raw output from the rangefinder itself. So you can do some kind of defensive stuff with that. Uh, anything new in the receiver tab? No, nothing new in the modes. Um, some adjustments to the adjustments. <laughs> Pun intended. Mehmet, hello Turkey. By the way, uh, this is Urban Legend. I think this is this is Urban Legend. It cannot be really true. Um, some say that Poland and Turkey has a close, at least had the close relationship. Uh, because when uh, Poland was not existing, because it was divided between the Austria-Hungary, Germany, and the Russia, the uh, what was the, the the leader of the Turkey Empire called back then? Sultan, yes, yeah, Sultan, I think. Um, there was it's an urban legend. It's not true, but but still, it's kind of nice that this was before the World War One, by the way. Uh, I think it's I, th I think still 19th century that uh, uh, the there was a question from the Sultan was the ambassador from the Lehistan uh, I, th I think the Lehistan or it's the Polish Pol Poland's name in Turkish Lehistan and the answer was he has not arrived yet of course there was no ambassador because the, there was no state of the Poland but I think it's a very nice it's a very nice urban legend that shows that, yeah, come on. We have history, we have a good history, we have bad history, but still. Uh, oh, Darren. Yes, Darren is right about something, I forgot. Uh, but this is really for the extra, extra things. You can override the input to the flight PID controller, because what you can do is you can... Where do I have it? Yeah, uh, you from the uh, logic conditions, you can set the attitude of the drone. So, for example, your logic conditions can override your inputs, your sticks, and force, for example, the drone to have 45 degrees forward. 
and because you can force it. Everything, by the way, is described in the documentation for, for it. Uh, and there are some very specific usages for that. Uh, I will be making a video about that for the one of my bicopters. Bicopters, 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 bicopters. Curry Kitten, are you around? So it's a bicopter or bicopter? <laughs> Uh, Dustin is for sale. There will be no enough light. Mm -mm. You may, you can do it. It's open source. You can fork it. You can maintain the enough light. But no, the, mm -mm. it's not. No, no. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. Why? What for? Mm -mm. So no. Anyhow. Sensors, black box, anything change in the black box? No, nothing change in the black box, so we don't have to go. Now, this is awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> this is only this feature really like makes the INAF 5. INAF 5 configurator, because this is like the best feature that you can have <laughs> in INAF. For a quite time. Um, a lot of people complained that the magnetometer setup is complicated in INAF. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. What's the deal? Uh, let me take uh, some visual aid. By the way, how do you like my new lights? Uh, this this thing over here is something like, like the light over here. And I think, it, I think it really does the job, like fully like adds the steel background which I really think really cool nice and they are super nice lights I got them from China for like 40 something bucks a piece I have two and I love them I love them full RGB some effects cool cool really cool cool lights uh, but let, let me get the drone I wanted so um, if the magnetometer is flat then setting up the magnetometer is not really uh, that hard because you just usually the if usually if the wires are in the back then this is 270 flip if the wires are in the front then this is a 90 flip and your magnetometer is fully set up you then only have to calibrate it and you are golden however many of the frames have the magnetometer in the back tilted why because somebody thought this is better no it's not so uh, if you have not have the magnetometer plane in the flight controller plane, then you have a problem because you have to uh, configure everything with the like with the three values that are overriding the standard setup. It's getting complicated. The math and the algorithm was crazy. Nobody really knew how to do it. People were complaining. Oh, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. So we have right now this. And this, this is just a tool. Let me quickly like, uh, you see the nice, super nice uh, image over here. You can use to visualize how the magnetometer and the GPS is oriented. And for example, default 270 on the yaw. So we have, you see, we have the wires uh, in the back over here. You see wires in the back. By the way, this is a very nice model of the BN880. <laughs> And then when I will change it to 90, then I have the wires in the front. Uh, so this is that. And then I can also specify if the magnetometer, if the GPS is in the back, tilted backwards, for example, 45 degrees. So 
It's in the back, 45 degrees. Lovely, lovely, lovely. You see? This would make sense if that was the if that was the drone, not the airplane. And then all I have to do is just hit save and reboot. Nothing else. Because this computes those settings, Mac alignment, uh, roll PTO, and saves them for you. You do not really have to worry. So right now, if I will save and reboot, Yeah, Luca, <laughs> it works. <laughs> if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, then people will start complaining and I will start calling you saying that it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> and now, if we type get uh, mag, uh, mag alignment, where is mag alignment, uh, mag zero. You see, it automatically computed the needed mag alignment troll, pitch, and yo. No problem. So this is really a nice feature that hopefully, hopefully should fix it. So Luca, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Amazing job on that. I'm really, really, really super hyped uh, about this and hope that uh, people will start asking questions. Why the magnetometer setup is so hard with INAV? No, it's not anymore because you have this amazing tool. So this is... This is cool. This is cool. This is cool. This is cool. This is amazing. Oh, by the way, uh, by the way, while we are here, I have a video I should publish uh, because it's a video about the INAV, of course. Everything is about the INAV. Uh, but I just prepared a quick uh, info of what is here. So let me hit the public and live. So that's that. And now we can go back to the amazing features of the INAV 5 and especially INAV Configurator 5, because this is really amazing. Um, what else? Um, I think there were no changes to the mission control. Oh, LED strip. Right now with the LED strip, you have the option to configure the hue of the LED with the RC channel. Uh, but this is one more time in the documentation and the release notes you should get for the details uh, from that. Finally, finally, I think we can go to the PID tuning because PID tuning tab changed. And this is how the PID tuning looks right now. But look, there is no more the table with all the PIDs because nah, usually people were not really changing anything about the navigation PIDs. However, if you want to change this, there's a switch over here. And you have access to the position Z, velocity Z, head hold, nav heading, level, and so on, and so on, and so on. Mm, the privateer says that the gap between INAV and ArduPilot is getting narrower and narrower. Funny fact, we are not. I don't think that INAF really tries to race with ArduPilot. Because ArduPilot is just more advanced. They have stuff nobody else has. And, and I think it's rather that INAF definitely wins in terms of the simplicity of the setup. I know that ArduPilot forked the INAF configurator, but then this is just another, one more time, the same set of the of the settings that you have to know by heart to do anything. But 
thank you. I think this is a nice compliment for the project that is progressing. So, uh, you have access to all of the PID tunings if you want to have it by default. You have roll, pitch, and yo, proportional, integral, derivative, and fit forward. But, um, you have values, so you can type any value like before, like 25, and you have the slider. Slider for the mouse users, not maybe the, the best one. However, I, for example, use this with the touch uh, interface. So for me, like the ability to move it with the slider is, is a nice one. But observe, observe the value on the proportional roll when I move the slider to the right. It's moving like slowly, slowly, slowly with the nice, nice resolution. And then more or less when I hit 80% of the slider, it just starts to accelerate. Small movement on the slider, big movement on the uh, of the real value. This is this is by purpose because usually all the pits can be set up to 255. Actually, not 255, but 16,000. But for now, let's just keep it uh, 255. And that meant that. But if you have really, if you have p above like 110 most probably you are flying something super strange and actually even p about 60 in the multi-rotors is like super strange however i have one 10 incher that requires like uh, 110 and everything above that is just like super experimental so 80 percent of the range of the slider is reserved for this range that you actually might have something and the remaining 20% for the other and this is, applies for integral derivative feed forward and so on also if we go to the rates now we can see that for example all the rates belong to the rate profile the PID profile rate pro profile one so you can have multiple of those now reload and you see we have completely different values on the profile number two and then when we go to the filters one more time we have a sliders with one more time with this 8020 that kinda will give you um even maybe even the information about how off your tune is because for example if you want to uh, set up the main gyro filter and you will go above like 300 yeah, probably this is not a good value because because not so so i think it's i think it's nice i think it's uh, nice on the other hand who knows who knows what maybe i'm just wrong anyhow and some sliders over here and have i missed anything have i missed everything let's quickly go through the oh my back is killing me today through the through the list milestone five and have we missed anything at least on the configurator side so type post version icons alignment 3d config defaults update blah 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 sliders range finders inverted pro oh uh, ble tcp and utp right now enough configurator can talk with the bluetooth low energy and uh, utp and tcp so if you have the for example dsp uh, 
uh, ASP board with the serial pass-through. You can use it to connect with the TCP, uh, but we will not be covering that. Probably the most interesting is the BLE, BLE, Bluetooth Low Energy. If you have a laptop with the Bluetooth Low Energy, for example, you can connect to all the majority, some of the SPDB compatible uh, flight controllers. So this is this is TCP UDP um, COM port. Haha. Um, what else? Silly. Mm, oh, I forgot about this one. Uh, many people have no idea that they can reboot to the uh, MSC mode to have the access to the SD card. Uh, now in the CLI there is the MSC. You hit the MSC, the INAF reboots to the MSC mode. You can get the uh, black box logs from the SD card, no problem. And it even should be working. I think so. I hope so. Yeah, it should be. But. Still waiting. Yeah, it's working. See? I cannot move. It should be working. I had the drive E. Yeah, you see, MSC mode is working. If nobody, somebody does not believe that MSC mode is working, here it is. It's working. Amazing. So, one more time, Darren, thank you very much, because major, I think the majority of the changes in the configurator is, is your doing. Uh, if we, for example, go to the insights, and the contributors for the for how long for 2022 you see that definitely darren is the the man over here he's like yeah we're doing manly stuff programming javascript i hate javascript but this is me um and some other developers so quite a nice uh, release over here so 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 thank you very much for all the developers that help with the INAF configurator and now let's go to the INAF firmware because with the INAF firmware we have slightly more changes however in case of majority of them they are not really that uh, that visible because there is no huge changes let's call it like that there are absolutely no huge changes there are only only 113 uh, new merge requests uh, merged into 5.0 so what we have there uh, system messages landing detection uh, there is a new landing detector that means by the way i think we should finally activate this option by default on multi-rotor so when you land it actually it automatically disarms i think this this we, next release should probably activate it so we have lanization revamp thanks to bread oven amazing job by the way bread oven is amazing amazing guy he really does amazing stuff especially with the navigation of navigation part of the INAF right now kudos kudos for you Bredoven really thank you very much uh oh this is interesting right now you can arm INAF on a boat and if you don't think that this is important then this is important at least to some people um in the last two months or so and uh, in the in the course of like a year, I was contacted at least a few times by someone who failed to arm INAF on the boat, but wanted to arm INAF on the boat because this person wanted to fly over the sea or the lake. Why? Because, for example, one guy is working on the system that is designed to take the tissue samples from the whales and the interesting part is that they are trying to launch rockets at whales 
No, I, I, I never seen the details of that thing, but the idea is that um, they launch a rocket at the whale, the whale gets into the, the skin to the fat and they can take a sample of the skin of the whale. Those are teeny tiny rockets with the string, so it's not really like they are shooting, like I don't know, the cruise missile at the whales. Um, this is legit business, this is legit business, uh, full science mode, so this is one. And there are at least two cases from the guys running the cinematic business, uh, being a drone pilots on the movie sets, when they had something to shoot uh, on the on the boat. Uh, one of those persons was, for example, Nurk FPV, uh, probably quite a famous uh, FPV pilot, Nurk FPV, more than 100,000 subscribers on the YouTube. Uh, he's flying Aina, by the way. <laughs> He's flying kind of with his huge cine lifters made by uh, Catalyst Machine Works. And the cine lifters uh, from the Catalyst Machine Works are running enough, by the way, and cost like $5,000. Yeah, so, so yeah, uh, they also wanted to be able to arm. Uh, Enough on the boat, but it was impossible to arm enough on the boat because of the gyro calibration was failing. Right now you have the option, everything is described by the way in the release notes in the, in the ticket, to store the calibration uh, before powering up everything. And then when you just power up, it doesn't have to calibrate the zero on the gyro, it just loads it from the memory and you can fly. Of course, if you... Slash 7, exactly, yes. Nurk FPV had this problem, yes, I know. They say it was a multi-million dollar shoot. And by the way, do you know how they resolved this problem? <laughs> I spoke with the guy. They they did the thing. <laughs> they were powering the cine lifter from the bank, from the on, on, the, on the shore, and uh, from the power bank. So just a wire, USB cable to the flight controller, power bank, everything like booted up, powered, calibrated. Then they were getting on the boat, going to the place when they were supposed to be shooting uh, the things on the water, multi-million dollar stuff. And then they were just attaching the battery, disconnecting the USB and flying. <laughs> Sketchy, <laughs> but they, they managed, they managed. So... And... So yeah, <laughs> so now you can do it, uh, you can arm it, you can pre-calibrate the gyro and, and, and yeah. Um, another change to the mission, uh, some fixes over here, uh, some fixes over here. Oh, the, by the way, the... Uh, the turtle mode should now really work because in the Rhino 4 there were cases when the turtle mode was not uh, able to reverse the rotation of the motors, it was not working. Right now it should be fixed and there no longer should be a problem with that. So this is good. Some changes, some changes, new targets. Blah, 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 fix for the BMI 217, some fixes, some fixes, some fixes. Some fixes, some fixes. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Oh, the SQRT controller for Alt Hold. Um, this is kind of nice, also, uh, thing. Uh, because one of the developers decided to see how the Ardu pilot is doing the 
altitude hold and turned out they are doing this in a slightly different way so he just ported what autopilot is doing and i think yeah i was flying this code uh, last few weekends not this one because we have abysmal weather right now and everything was fine everything was fantastic so hopefully uh, just the, the keeping the altitude on the uh, on the INAF will be now just better what else? Uh, new targets from Matek. Uh, some fixes, some fixes, some fixes. Oh, glitch detection is gone. Good. Gone. Uplist trigger payload size check. Uh, we're going to talk about this in a minute. New targets. Some removals. Docs update. Uh, new options for the smart audio because apparently there is not a single standard for the smart audio some smart audio devices require one bit stop some require two bit stops now you have another option that you can just use to configure it lat because for example for tbs 69 you have you need a separate option to have some updates some updates new targets some updates uh, some updates and uh, some updates now uh, before we will go into something i really wanted to talk uh, let's see quickly what's happening oh man my back is really killing me oh fuck oh wait anyhow bonjour bonjour naz aerial and ane refrigeration bonjour um, well, okay, Jeff Schubert, are Matek your FCs of choice for INAF? I usually begin with the Matek when I'm searching for the flight controller I'm gonna use in the my next build. Uh, don't get me wrong, I have a... Let me, let me show you something. I have a box. <laughs> and I think I showed this box a few streams uh, ago. I have a box full of flight controllers. This thing has only flight controllers, and it's a box full of them. And it's a big box. Um, I have different stuff. Um, part of my job as the INAV developer means that I'm getting flight controllers here and there. Plus, I bought so many flight controllers in my life that I have like, and I'm not, and usually not throwing away, and I'm also not giving, uh, not selling them for cheap. So I have like, I still have like, I have a CC3D. What a beautiful CC3D! Who remembers the CC3D? Should I one day make a video what's in my box? <laughs> it's a nice piece of the history. Oh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful stuff over here. For example, I have. QQ Super. Who knows what QQ Super? It's a QQ Super. Uh, it's a flight controller. Uh, I was supposed to use it on my first drone ever, but I failed. But it's a QQ Super. You can even con. It has a deep switches here to configure something. I have no idea what they do. Uh, accept SBUS. Amazing. And have six motor outputs. And there is, you set gains on the PID controller with the small screwdriver. And I think they even added the screwdriver in the set. So you can just like it and, and play with it. I, one day I will make a drone with the QQ Super. <laughs> I really have a tremendous amount of different crap. Like 
what the fuck is that? Like this thing. I even not, don't know what it is. But it's, I know it's a flight controller and I know it has the graphical OSD. But I don't know <laughs> how to play with it. Anyhow. Usually, uh, I start by checking if Matek makes the flight controller I'm interested. Uh, because usually Matek is my flight controller of a choice. Mm, but not always. However, if we are talking about airplanes, then it's much simpler because I think the only right now manufacturer of flight controller air, air, airplane, flight controller for airplanes that makes sense are Matex. I don't think anybody else makes anything that's good. Uh, F. There was this FF35, but I don't think they make that anymore. There were some clones and I know that somebody else would like to make one, but Matek is the only choice. So if I'm building the new airplane, okay, Matek, which one? Any uh, mini, mini mode, this one. Done, problem solved. However, when you are talking about uh, multi-rotors, then it's not that obvious because uh, here the, there is much more competition and there are much more choices when you can have something really interesting. Like, for example, this 4-incher is a Matek inside. Because, yeah, Matek had something that was interesting, uh, so I used it. This, however, is the Holybro. This has, by the way, this is H7. No, no, I'm wrong. So I'm sorry, this is not Holybro. This is Z's F7. Uh, 20 by 20 Z's F7. Then, when we're gonna take a look at that, those drones over here, it's the Matek F722, uh, Holybro H7 Mini, uh, Matek H743, uh, Holybro H7, one more time, there we're gonna have Matek, Matek. There will be another Holy Bro. So no, it's not only Matex. Uh, I think right now it's half, half Matex, half Holy Bros. Uh, but like I mentioned, the the Matex usually makes stuff that just works. Not always. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, from time to time, I really like struggle to find something that I have some. I, not struggle. I see problems with some of the Matek boards. Like, for example, right now, uh, and for a quite a long of time, Matek really had not a single one very good flight controller for drones. Because they had F722SE, but this thing had the power distribution board. But if you are using 4-in-1 ESC, you don't need the power distribution board. There was F722 without SE, but this was like... Eh, 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 and there was nothing really filling the gap. So that was the problem. And this is the reason I, for example, not went with the Matek, but went with something else. Um, and um, I see, I get information that, for example, okay, in this case, I smoke my Matek. Okay, you smoke your Matek. So it's not that they are indestructible. Yes, still, I still think that the Matek is one of the best. Overall, the best. No, they are the best. Not the perfect ones, but they are the best. However, uh, it's pretty close. Uh, I don't know if it's pretty close. There is a pretty good competition in the world of the multi-rotor flight controllers. Uh, 
there was a question I wanted to... Comster FPV, I remember CC3D, do you have a revolution? No, I never had original Revo. Uh, they were really like... It was so hard to get a Revo. <laughs> By the way, the Revo is the reason why probably OpenPilot died, because they could not agree on a sharing. <laughs> sharing profit. Uh, I have next best thing to the Revo, the original Airbot F4s were basically Revos uh, with a slightly different layout and no uh, RF model. So I have like two or three of those. So it's not really like that that much. So, um, NAZIA Aerial. I went through my drone parts and I got rid of the whole box of old, outdated and unused components. 50 sets of barely used props, motors, multi-rotor arms, camera, a box of cash. Uh, yes, um, one 100% uh, correct. I'm... Uh, every few months I'm like, okay, uh, selling, 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 selling. So I'm selling, I'm not keeping everything that would be like stupid and I have not enough space to keep everything I want to. However, there are just some things I'm not selling because either they are really completely outdated, like the CC3D. Who would buy a CC3D in 2022? No, nobody. So I have it. Or this is a stuff I think, yeah, okay, maybe I will use it one day, so I will keep it. Uh, but this is how I sold most of my old motors, most of my ESCs, and now I wish I have not sold all of my ESCs because I'm missing some ESCs. But you know, you know the story, you know the story, you know how it is. Still, I have a nice, I have a nice box of only of the flight controllers. I have to empty the box soon, probably. Yeah, I have too many flight controllers in that box. Uh, by the way, Holy Bro, usually when I'm not going with the uh, Matex, I'm going with the Holy Bro. That's, that's my take. And Mambas. Oh, Diaton. Diaton Mamba made a huge improvement over the last few years. Like four or five years ago, they have this Mamba F405. And that was like, yeah, okay. Comparing what they had back then and what they had right now, it's night and day. Really amazing flight controllers from Mambas. They are thought through, really like uh, they are thinking about what they are doing and they care about the customers because uh, they, for example, as one of the fuse, have real procedure of testing new targets. I built a few targets for the Diaton Mambas uh, for the INAF 5, and they really have uh, guys that are testing the targets. It's not that okay, Hex, we trust you, believe it. Okay, let's 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 hold it a day. No. Uh, the testing department uh, had questions, had problems, I had to explain, uh, we had to figure out why something is not working. So no, they are really a very serious company. So of most of the companies I, I let's say, worked on the flight controllers so far, uh, probably Diatons are the most structured one. So really huge kudos for them. And Matex, Holybros and Diatons, those are, in my opinion, right now, the manufacturers of the best flight controllers there are. Uh, slash FPV, Matex H743 Slim is great for quads, but price go through a hurting level. I don't know how much H743... I'm afraid to... to... 
Matic H743. How much is that? Oh, let's switch to dollars. That will be simpler. Dollar save. 90 bucks. Ooh, that's pricey. That's really like, ooh, yeah. Mm, I remember <laughs> when those things were like 55. <laughs> I bought two. I, I, I'm pretty sure I paid like 55. Let me, let me quickly check something. How much I paid when I bought, because I, I, I bought mine. I, I got one, but I had to buy two. Um, how much I paid? 55. Uh, when that was a year ago, one year ago, Matek H743 Slim was 54.99, and now it's 89. So it's like 40 bucks more expensive. Bloody hell! Almost 100 percent. Almost a hundred percent. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. So if no, somebody have does not do not. If somebody do not believe, does not believe that this is really a thing, uh, then yeah, definitely this is a thing. Crazy, 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 crazy. Yeah, Calabres 221, there's nothing wrong with them. They are not always perfect. And for example, for the long time, I struggled to find a good alternative as good flight controller for, for multi-rotors for 4-in-1 uh, ESCs. There was just nothing interesting in the Matex offer. Uh, now it improved, but still. And M-Sion USB-C for the win. Exactly. Rule of a thumb. If in 2022 the device you want to buy do not have does not have it does not have the USB-C, don't buy. As simple as that. Uh, USB-C is the only only interface that actually makes sense, and it even applies to the flight controller. So no USB-C. Sorry, mate. Sorry, I'm not buying. I think the kakuti h743 big ones uh, still have micro usb and they should change it but the small ones uh, the ones with the mini are usb c so i think so i hope so because if not oh man yeah yeah the minis are usb c nowadays blade f7 sucks I was using Blade F7 for like a year on my 5-incher over there before I updated this to something else. And I liked actually. I still I still fly with the Blade uh, for it one. Uh, they are different. They are different because of the shielding and everything with the uh, plaques, not soldering pads. So they are different, but they are kind of well thought through. And I like the experience of flying with the Blade. Excuse me for a second. So yeah, so that's 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 the way. Um, Jeff Schubert will prices drop if when the chip shortage is over. Probably yes, but not immediately. Mm, I don't. 
First of all, most probably the chip shortage will stay with us this year. With us this year, I don't think it will uh, be over uh, in the 2022. I read somewhere that right now the the chances of this thing being resolved in 2023 are. Then, yeah, okay, maybe the prices will go down, but I would not really expect that this will be a huge, because if we buy right now with those prices, then maybe we're going to buy later with these completely different prices. So, but prices should go, go down definitely, assuming that the hobby will survive. <laughs> Uh, Shady says that the Atom came a long way since their PDB ways. Uh, definitely. I still have some Diaton PDBs and I really do think that this is one of the nicest examples of how the company can move forward while greatly improving the quality of their product. And honestly, amazing, well-made, well-supported and well-maintained uh, flight controllers. Even, even the uh, the Aton is one of the very few companies that uh, are actually proactively reaching to to INAV, saying that we have those changes. Let's let's make those changes because we are putting a new gyro. Can we handle that? Nobody else is doing that. So, so that's actually amazing, amazing stuff. Love, I love the Diaton. Um, papierowy thank you very much for your super kind donation uh, papierowy I think it's a poll because his nickname <laughs> suggests that uh, so thank you very much uh, papierowy for uh, 50 złoty which is like 10 bucks amazing oh uh, Matthias Krynishak uh, also here so so nice to see you over here Matthias um, Mm, Calabres 221, chip shortage equals more money, I believe. This is not lucrative to tell customers that the chip shortage is over. Uh, but it's not over. Uh, definitely, it's super far from being over. Try to buy anything. Really try to buy anything. Uh, the prices are crazy. I'm not even... Go to the Mauser or TME in Poland and then try to, to find some, some chips. Almost impossible. So, so this is a thing and um, sucks. On the other hand, on the other hand, because of the cryptos are going down, the prices of the RTX cards are going down as well, which is awesome. Uh, right now, which is crazy, uh, I bought an RTX like a year ago, and now I could buy this RTX cheaper than I paid for it like a year ago. So nice, finally some progress. Finally, some progress. Keep realistic. Number 405 Mark II plus a 30 for 40 bucks in 2020. Yup. Mm -mm. No, no, that you will not buy it. Right now, the same setup 9080. I maybe even above 100 bucks. Those are really pricey. Slash 7 says that cheap shortage has just started. It will take a few years. Definitely it will take a few years and we kind of have to start realizing that we kind of start to reuse. <laughs> Definitely have to start to reuse. 
Uh, Jeff Schubert, what ESC do you recommend for multi-rotor? Good question and hard answer because uh, there is not an ESC I can really recommend right now. I do not have any of my favorites. I'm using what I'm using. I have some fo Foxy Reaper. Those are nice ESCs. I had, like, had them in like two of my birds. Uh, anything else? I know that some time ago people said that holy bros are crap, but I had like holy bros in half of my birds and they were working just fine. So like always, holy bro probably is very much okay of the hardware. Uh, Steve, Steve Schlesinger, I'm very excited to try out INA 5. These changes look amazing. Thanks, Darren, Pavel and all the devs. Yup, 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 definitely, definitely, definitely. Let's thank all the developers that made the INA 5 possible because it was really like... Nice. Now, FN Paul, NAFC for INAF wing setup is good, cheap right now. There are no cheap flight controllers nowadays. Mm, that such a thing does not exist, so no. Uh, <laughs> No, no, it's not happening. <clears throat> but, like we just uh, talked a few minutes ago, basically only Matek makes something that is good for the uh, for the wings. Uh, if you are okay, let's say that if you are okay with the small one and only like two serial ports, then what's there? Matek F411WTE, because they no longer make SE, so WTE is 52 bucks but this is very limited flight controller that you can use only like no five outputs six outputs i don't remember the, the exact number and only two serial ports and some software serials but at least with the usb-c which is the good uh, stuff um, then there is the f405 wte but this has this express lrs so yeah maybe so uh -uh. can you still by the F743 Wing V3 104. That's pricey. That's the best you can buy, but that's pricey. Don't buy this one. No, 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 no. Uh -uh. We are not buying this crap. And there is also W Light. What the fuck is W Light? What happened with the F722? Ooh, Matek has no middle-range flight controllers for wings right now. Nothing. Huh. There's F765, but this is like super pricey, and I don't think they are no longer making. Does that A743, WTE, and uh, F405 WTE. That this one has the express LRS. So hmm, interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Oh, somebody is writing something to me. I should probably. Yeah, so we're gonna. I'm gonna talk with different people after the stream is over. So interesting. Nothing. Nothing middle range. That's not cool. That's not cool. It's discharged. My cool light discharged. Yeah. It's such a cool thing, but it's discharged. Whee! 
<laughs> uh, but I have not charged those things. I, I spoke for a minute for this thing before. Super cool lights uh, from Ulanzi. I like this company, Ulanzi. Stupid name, but they make kind of decent product, I have to think. So pretty nice lights, but you have to charge them apparently from time to time. Ah. Still, it was running for like 50% power for at least two, three hours. Not that bad. Not that bad. Uh, Jeff Schubert, uh, you haven't painted your wall yet. Now, the thing is, um, I wanted to paint only this, this wall. But my wife said, no, you have to paint everything. And I don't think I'm like really <laughs> into, into painting the whole uh, attic over here because it will be like two days of the job uh, so I just I'm throwing some color lights on that wall and it's fantastic I only have to remember to set the white balance on the camera to the fixed uh, fixed value because uh, auto white balance is totally totally off over here and it's fine it's Fine. Blair Nichols, uh, what did you miss? Uh, not that much. We only talked for the INA 5. We released INA 5. So if you want to, you can uh, get it right now and have fun with it. We have the new logo. I'm hitting release and it's not loading the release. What's going on? Yeah, you see. We we have the buzzard over here because it's a ballistic buzzard, and besides that, uh, well, yeah. Empty head. Uh, why no more lead glider adventures? I have some lead glider adventures videos uh, going, but I still have to record some materials, and the weather is abysmal, and I had no time to do it uh, recently. But still, I have like how much of the original material right now? I have 32 gigabytes. You see, I have 32 gigabytes in the folder called Little Little Glider, Little Glider Flights. And if we go over there, we have some something like that, for example. It was extremely windy day uh, back then, so I should record some extra extra material. But but yeah, so so yeah, the lead glider definitely will follow because I still like it. But I just had no time, and because I had no time, then uh, I never really made it. <laughs> mm -mm. Uh, Calabres 221, why does uh, Matek Opflow not work well when combined with GPS? Uh, doesn't? I think it does. I Last time I checked everything was fine, so you would have to be slightly more specific than that. Uh, shark bike. Uh, nice. <laughs> nice. I bought some uh, project PCBs on Amazon cheap with BMP 280 on them and took them off and sold their uh, badge to fit to FC that was issued with no borrow. That's always an option. Still, I don't know. I, I don't like 
doing the the hot air soldering. I don't know. I always overcook everything. I'm I'm trying to solder with the hot air every time. Every, every time I'm just overcooking it. And uh, <laughs> Jeff Schubert uh, thanked me for replying to all my comments. He feels special. Everybody's special. You're such a snowflake. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> I sorry. I should not say that. No. no. But I try to answer the comments when I like read the comments. Um, uh, K family videos is this shot working with Oro5 Mini TE? I think so. I have no proof that it doesn't. I know there were some problems, but I think they were resolved. But I do not have uh, like a proof for that. Oh, by the way, uh, about me saying that Matek has nothing interesting for the wings right now in this middle middle range. There is a comment from Darren that Samsung has said they are looking at the F405 WTE without Express LRS. That's a good choice. That's a good choice, by the way. Uh, it's Ignonen. Uh, can I say something about better OSD support for DJI? But there's nothing for you to say about that because uh, you don't know nothing. Uh, for the existing generation of the DJI FPV, you know the Air units and the V1, V2 goggles. Uh, iNav has the best possible uh, support for the uh, for the OSD. There is uh, what Betaflight offers is like uh, that does not even compare. To, to what uh, iNav offers over here. Still, this is the the OSD rendered by the goggles based on the data sent from the flight controller. Uh, then there is the canvas mode hack when you hack the goggles and uh, install some uh, firmware that works only with some of the firmwares on the uh, goggles. It's not starting. You have to like type a lot of comments over the goggles connected to the to the USB, and then you should have working the canvas mode. Actually, this is the MSP Display Port mode, uh, which kind of gives you something much closer to what Analog OST offers. But this is this is dirty. This is dirty. This that, that, that if they don't really find a way to may put that on every goggles without having to like to, to worry that much and to fight with this thing then it will just nobody will be using that and finally we have this uh, avatar goggles the thing the thing that showed up everywhere two weeks ago and the whole internet like blew off even me i made a video only uh, only about the stuff um which supposedly had the msp display port model out mode out of the box with the ugliest font ever <laughs> but there is nothing really to talk about it because this thing does not really exist yet uh, they are supposed to be happening in the next few months so when they will appear on the market then we will be able to tell anything and check if this is really DJI or not DJI of what the hell is really going on with this scrap. So nothing really to add on this topic. Mm, I think so. Oh, this is interesting. Slash 7 says that HGLRC, HGLRC just started to ask customer with detective hardware to sending back to re for repair to China. A few weeks ago, they were used to send new stuff if there were quality problems. Of course, 
this is we are going back to the problem with the chip shortage that's just the prices are crazy um the prices are absolutely crazy 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 she's crazy like a fool do, 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 do. Baby, okay i should not think too much okay this is an excellent question and the excellent question comes from the diesel girl uh, how is the pirks lifter project going fantastic fantastic uh no uh it's going i'm flying this thing since the last few months five months and this really flies amazing and only like thursday i recorded the video um, about this project going into the public um, by the public i mean that it will be possible to order the carbon far farts <laughs> it will be possible to order the carbon parts uh, for the Pyrex lifter from the Armatan Productions, you will have to buy yourself 16mm aluminium square tubes and cut them and drill them to mount everything. But the central plate, uh, middle plate and the top plate will be available for, from Armatan Productions and STL files to print everything, all the other elements that are required. And uh, and yeah, that's all. Mm, and I'm using this, this stuff as an example for a few few things. Also including the, I will be experimenting with different pitch on the on the motors, like lower pitch on the top motor, higher pitch propeller on the bottom motor. So there is really like a lot of stuff we can do with that. Uh, Matthias Krinishak, thank you very much for your super kind donation. I'm uh, really flattered that some people think I'm worth it. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, 50s water is like 10 bucks, ah, 12 bucks. So thank you. Uh, Nadizel girl, what was asked for the Pyrex lifter? What was the comfortable weight capacity you are seeing? Um, it's it's like that. Mm, it can weigh a lot, and by a lot I mean a lot. I'm flying with the output throttle uh, scaled down to seventy percent because above that is just too powerful. However, uh, with extra weight and especially with the fact that you are increasing dramatically the moment of inertia of this thing and uh, moving the uh, center of the gravity slightly above, slightly higher, it turns out that you have to have a special tune for the uh, extra weight if you are carrying uh, this thing. So, but. I tested this thing with the two kilo, roughly four pounds uh, weight, and it was fully flyable. Uh, I will not put the gimbal on it. At, the gimbal, no, because let me show you something. I put this on this thing and the video about that goes next week. So a small gimbal on the huge lifter, but this is like, I don't know, 300 grams. No, actually, how, how heavy is that? I have a scale. So let me... Who remembers this camera? This is Runcam HD, not even HD2, but the first generation HD. So with the lipo, so this is like 300 grams uh gimbal like like it's not there it was flying like really it's not there so amazing stuff uh but 
was I talking about? But yeah, I, I, I know. I will not put this on my Cine lifter. Uh, turn out that you can relatively cheap buy used uh, DJI Ronin gimbal. Uh, used, of course, and because the new ones they don't make them anymore, and the new generation are kind of expensive. But you can buy the first generation Ronin. In a relatively nice condition, in the box, everything is there, everything is fantastic, for less than 200 bucks, so I think it's, it's, a, it's a nice deal. And that's a heavy boy gimbal. <laughs> I don't know how much the camera and the gimbal weighs, but if I try to carry this thing like that with the battery, like after a few minutes, oh my back. So this, that's a big boy. No, not the seven. So not the seven inch version of the lifter. If I would put with the bigger arms and had like uh, 10, 10 inch props, then maybe. But this, no, not the seven one. Definitely not the seven one. Uh, Jeff Schubert, that's an excellent question, by the way, Jeff. Uh, should pits be adjusted when adding weight, like a GoPro? I'm not a tuner. It depends. It depends on how much weight and how far from the center of the gravity you are adding. I never change a tune with with GoPro or without GoPro. Somehow this this change doesn't feel that relevant, so I just like keep exactly the same tune in both cases, and everything is fine. Uh, because the GoPro, if you think about, it's not really that heavy, and. Uh, also, if you have the battery right behind the GoPro, it already has a lot of moment of inertia of the pitch. It's not really affecting that much of moment of inertia on the roll, so it's it's fine. However, if you add extra weight far from the center of the gravity, and this is very, very, very important, far from the center of the gravity, uh, then the characteristic of this uh, axis will change. It will take more time to start moving on this axis to accelerate because we have a greater moment of inertia the acceleration with the same force will be slower and it also will take more time to stop the movement because one more time the acceleration will uh, be deceleration acceleration will be slower with the same force applied and depending on the tune and how responsive the motors are this might be enough or might not be enough if, however, you are putting like two kilograms uh, when the drone weights two kilograms above the center of the gravity, this things like becomes like, uh, you know. So in those cases, yeah, you might need uh, extra tune uh, to compensate for that. But I'm not really ever changing the tune for the GoPro itself. It's just not really worth it. There was a question I wanted to answer. Nerdcopter, hello. Uh, hello, Louisiana. Remember correctly? Yeah, I think so. Uh, thank you very much for warm words about the next milestone. When is, when, when, when is the next release of the EMU? I would like to know, and we already talked about EMU in the stream, so I would like to know. Martin Christiansen. Uh, hi, Papa. I have a Nazgul 5 inch, which is wobbly slightly on low throttle, like a boat on water. Otherwise, fly, flies like a charm. Uh, increase the idle. 
increase the idle throttle uh, motors loose BLDC motors loose torque on the lower RPM below a central threshold. So this is probably just the lack of the uh, authority that is causing that. You might also increase the P gains and make the TPA slightly more aggressive. So to keep more or less the same uh, response on the high throttle, but also increase the response on the low throttle. But usually increasing the idle throttle solves the problem of the wobbliness on the low, uh, low throttle. Definitely. Ah. Okay. Shady says that Ronin is the beast class gimbal. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I love the. By the way, I love the process how the how you have to assemble the the, the Ronin because it's not that you take the gimbal from the box. No, 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 no. I will tell you. I will show you. Oops. If you have not ever seen the Ronin gimbal, <laughs> and everything, by the way, is in the box by standard. This is this is this is super cool stuff. So, first, this is the battery. Th this only this element is the battery. You have to screw the mini tripod to the battery, and now you can put the battery stable somewhere so it's not falling. This is how the battery looks like. And the battery with the gimbal, I would like to see how much it weighs. I broke my scale. My scale is not working. That sucks. And only battery is a 600 grams, so heavy. Then you take the gimbal itself. This is the gimbal itself. This is very important. This is those are three motors and the bracket, camera bracket. But not everything you need really to install on the uh, on, on the camera because it's still missing some parts. So this part is 1.5 five kilograms so more than two kilos only for the gimbal that is not yet ready then you have a nice dovetail you put it in like that you tighten with the lever and now you almost are almost ready then it's only to get the plate to which you will attach the camera itself Okay, so you one more time have to secure it in place. If you moved the, by the way, you have to put the, all the every arm in the correct position so it's correctly balanced. Then you take extra arm, which is not standard, by the way, put it in the another dovetail, lock it in. So now you can hold the gimbal like that steadily. And only then, with more than two kilograms of weight, more than four pounds, you can put the camera on top of that. So, so yeah. And when you put the camera and you try to like film something, your back 
hurts immediately. This is really heavy, heavy stuff. So, but stabilization is is really nice, and and you really can put a heavy camera on top of that. So, so that's actually. Uh, yeah, now diesel girl is like carrying rifle. Yeah, I I'm not sure how much AR-15 weighs, but four pounds. Yeah, four pounds. Yeah, so a rifle. Yes, mm -hmm. with a full loaded magazine, definitely. <sighs> AR-15. AR-15. Wait, no, so. AR-15 uh, is he heavier, but there is no camera. Camera is like extra two pounds. So yeah, exactly. But you do not carry a rifle like that. You put it on your shoulder with the stock. So most probably it's slightly different feeling. Um, I was shooting a rifle for a few times. So I know this is <laughs> this feels heavier. <laughs> this really feels heavier. <laughs> Um, Steve E. Hey, Pavel, thanks for your work. My pleasure, mate. Uh, do you know how about how long till the INA 5 release? Uh, probably around one month. Mm, this is most probably how long we're gonna keep it in the release candidate phase. So, end of June, I would, I would suggest something like end of June, beginning of July. Um, don't think it will happen earlier, but also don't think it will happen later. So around one month, definitely. Um, uh, Jeff Schubert doesn't think that the Aton Roma LR4 would like that gimbal. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but this is really like a proper gimbal. <laughs> it's it's all nice aluminium, oxidized aluminium. You like you think, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely get shot by the Ronin is better than be shot by the AR-15. But let's not talk about the firearms because this is not the <laughs> this is the, we are not talking about the firearms over here. Anyhow, uh, some news. Uh, there will be of course no live stream next weekend. Uh, of course, because I'm barely ever doing the live streams every week nowadays. So also the next week I'm going on the vacation. I'm going with the vacation to the mountains. So without my family, I have to rest. I have to rest from my family. So I'm going without them. I'm only taking my friend and maybe even we're going to do some. I, I will do some flying. We're going to do some sightseeing. Uh... We are going into the Izeri mountains. If anybody's from Poland, then Izeri is like slightly west from the Szklarska Poremba. So if anybody lives over there, drop me an email, we can meet. <laughs> uh, Johnny DRC, uh, INA 5, yup, uh, but it really should not be a surprise because the release cycle of the INA is pretty stable recently, major every six months, but I think it will get slightly slower. Mm, it's really like the INAF is getting mature and that means that it's harder to put uh, major features. So um, mm, I'm not sure if that after INAF 5 we will not actually switch to release every nine months or something like that. Uh, because pushing the new release without having something to release is almost never a good thing. 
Um, and uh, I really I'm surprised that uh, a lot of people are like uh, saying that they have not yet upgraded to INA 4 and we have INA 5. So maybe there is something to it. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And North49RC says to take some flight footage when or mancation. I like the word mancation. Mancation, yes, exactly. Yeah, I intend to take uh, at least my Mavic um because cinematic you know uh, but i'm not taking any any heavy camera i i'm going light i'm going light i don't want to like carry but i will probably take if this thing flies i will take this thing uh to do a, maybe a flippy floppy around the tree who knows who knows who knows but um, let me quickly open the calendar but i will open if you don't mind open the my calendar private um and by the way, uh, the affiliate marketing is still dead, completely, absolutely dead. So if you think you can start the uh, YouTube channel and uh, live from the affiliate marketing, then no, because it's dead. Um, according to my calendar, the next stream is planned for the 11th. Uh, of June, however, this is one day after my anniversary, so not sure. Next is uh, uh, we will see. We will see. It will be even 11th or 25th, but it will be fine. And uh, we still have like nine minutes uh, of the stream. So if you do have any questions you would like me to answer or just tell a funny story, then um, you know, write that in the chat. Uh, we will. Uh, have a nice topic, topic, topic. Flying Tarot, uh, Matago 405 Mini TE, this shot issue resolve in INA 5. I don't, I, I think so. I, I do not have warranty guarantee. I have not tested, but I assume that it was resolved. Uh, oh, Chris Whitehead says that INAF and Bluetooth Low Energy works great with Flywoo LR4. Uh, yeah, uh, if INAF configurator will now connect to the Bluetooth Low Energy. Of course, if your laptop has the Bluetooth Low Energy, so so this uh, and the L sub zero any improvement on the motor remapping in INA 5 there will be no motor remapping in INA so let's just for a reasonable future there will be no such functionality but yes actually this is something I forgot to mention uh, there is a new setting in INA 5 accessible only via the CLI that is called output mode it's by the way described in the release notes and it basically allows you to change the assignment on of all the outputs not a one output but of all the outputs and that means that if, for example your flight controller by default is assigned to use four motors and four servos you can override it to use eight motors or eight servos this is especially interesting for the x8 cinelifter users uh, because quite a lot of targets had like assignment for the six motors to servos now you can override it and it will just assign every single uh, output it can to either motor or either uh, servo however it will not guarantee that the d-shot will work on every output because there are on some flight controllers there are pins without the dma and that means that then the d-shot just doesn't work and if it doesn't work then it doesn't work uh joe bruce uh, there is no uh, 
let me roll back. Joe Bruce asks, is there a TBS Smart Audio VTX tables in INA 5 to support HD0? There is no VTX tables in INAV, however, the INAV fully supports the smart audio. That's the difference. No VTX tables. VTX tables suck. This is the... There was even a pull request that introduced the VTX tables, but we have not merged it because this is a bad. This is a very bad functionality. However, smart audio is supported and you can change the frequencies and you can change the uh, power level, everything without the VTX tables. That's the difference. And I see that Darren agrees with my assessment because it's even more like direct. Fuck VTX tables. Yeah, fuck VTX tables. Um, why? This is very important. VTX tables was supposed to be future feature that allows you to configure which channels you want to use. But why? It's just an extra step in the configuration to apply the VTX tables. You almost always want to have access to everything because you might just have to switch to everything or at least every single uh, channel in the race band, in the band R. And then you, one more time, you don't need the VTX tables. You just need eight channels to switch between them. Um, or to, I don't know, I don't even understand why the VTX tables are so important. Uh, smart audio in INAV is supported, uh, all the channels, all the frequencies, uh, all the power outputs, uh, that's all. Oh, yeah, exactly. Mm, Darren also uh, says that, by the way, one more time, thank you Darren very much for that. Uh, the Matek uh, 1.3 gigahertz right now works with the uh, INAV. Uh, you can change the over the Trump protocol. You can change the uh, channel uh, on this uh, 1.3 gigahertz uh, transmitters. One more time, uh, cool thing. Uh, Shady hates VTX tables. Uh, Jeff Schubert says that VTX table mess a lot of people up. Um, Joe Bruce, what about the issue with HD0 OSD painting on the green Google's Google screen? Uh, but it's there. It's there. I mean, the issue or the functionality? Because for last time I checked, the HD0 OSD was working since the INAF 4.1. So one more time, I'm not sure what. Um, Ah, Matthias says that originally the VTX tables were supposed to limit the power and the channels that are available in your area. But how? If you can apply anything you want, how they are limiting anything? <laughs> it's just the solution to the problem that doesn't exist. And uh, Riot9 says that VTX tables are not hard. No, they are not hard, but What's the gain from using the VTX table? Please explain to me. What's the gain? I don't know what's the gain. So, 
Why? Uh, Exalku, uh, excellent question. Can I freestyle my drone in INAV? Yes, I'm freestyling all, all of my drones with INAV. All of my drones are currently flying INAV. All? Yes, all. Every single one of the drones, uh, starting from 3-incher, 4-incher, 5-incher, 7-incher, uh, 7-octa, and... I'm not sure if you remember that I have this thing. Poor man's X-class. Wooden 10-incher. It's wood. It's spruce. It has huge motors. 10-inch propellers. 3D printed stuff over here. And it flies. <laughs> it's amazing. I refurbished this a little, I uh, flashed the latest uh, release and my intention is to record some footage of me doing, ripping some trees with this beast. This is really like poor, poor man's uh, X-Class, absolutely. And it takes that big of the battery. <laughs> So absolutely, you can freestyle. You can absolutely freestyle with INAV. Nightbot doesn't like Ezalco. Ezalco. I don't know why. Hmm, interesting. Anyhow. Uh, Jeff Schubert, 10 inch wood. Yes, it is. <laughs> manly man doing manly jokes. Okay, um, it's 9 p.m. over here, so we will be slowly ending this this one. Uh, so thank you very much for watching and happy flying with Ina 5, which is right now live. And uh, you can start testing. By the way, I think it's safe. Uh, I think it's relatively safe. I'm flying the code since like half a year or so, so it should be more or less, uh, more or less fine. Oh, last question, MT, which one do I enjoy more, multi-rotor or fixed wing? They are different. Mm. But I more often fly multi-rotors because this is just less of a hassle. It's just simpler to pack with the multi-rotor than to pack with the fixed wing. And that's just the reality. I, for example, recently converted the Radio Master bag. Uh, I got from Radio Master some time ago. I think I will even make the video out of this. Uh, it's such a nice case. I made two attachments for drones, small drones, like three, four inches. Uh, so I can have two of them over here uh, with the strap. Inside I have the... Let me open this thing. I have a place for the DJI goggles. I have place for the Radio Master Zorro. I have place for the Lipos. I have place for extra stuff over here. This is such a nice package. No have to have the big backpack or anything like that. You just pack, you just go and you fly wherever you want. And try doing that with the fixed wing. It just won't happen from for because of the obvious reasons. So I fly both. However, much more often I just fly the multi-rotor because it's just faster and like simpler and uh, Riot 9 says that nobody enjoys fixed wing. Ah, they do. <laughs> they do.
Okay. And no, we will not do aiming the device of any kind. No. Mm -mm. No. Anyhow, thank you very much for watching and let's see uh, approximately in two weeks. If not, I will let you know and happy flying. No, thank you. <laughs> Ciao.